Welcome to the Overnight Trainer Podcast, where each week we talk about all things related to the world of learning and development, including facilitation, instructional design, sales enablement, and so much more. I'm your host, Sarah Canistra, and I'm an L&D strategist and career coach, and I'm here to take the guesswork out of becoming an L&D professional and show you how to unlock continued success in your learning and development career. I'm on a mission to quickly develop the next generation of L&D leaders who are looking to create meaningful and engaging learning experiences. So, if you're looking to transition into L&D for the first time, have found yourself accidentally in a training position, or are working up the ranks as an L&D professional already, you've come to the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer Podcast. I'm so happy you're here spending some time with me, whether it's morning, afternoon, night, uh, whether you're driving, I've had, like I said, I think last episode, whether you're in the shower, right, wherever you're listening, thank you so much for tuning in and spending some time with me today and spending some time for yourself today. It's, you know, an important part of self-care to be doing your own self-development and having some time to kind of shut your brain off from whatever it was you were doing before you started listening to the show and, you know, give yourself an opportunity, whether you're out for a walk right now or, like I said, driving your car, uh, cleaning your house. I listened to a lot of podcasts while I was, while I cleaned my house. I'm happy you're here and happy you're spending time focusing on you. And if you did celebrate Thanksgiving this past week, I hope you had a wonderful time uh, maybe getting to celebrate with family or friends or just some alone time. Uh, I know this week was the first time in a long time I've kind of sat and done nothing, uh, which I've been very appreciative of. And it gave me an opportunity to really think about 2022 and what I want to do with my business and what I want to offer you all. And so it gave me some time and some space to do that. So if you have the opportunity to just sit in silence and do nothing, <laughs> um, even if it's for 10 minutes, uh, it really does a lot of good. I promise you that. So uh, this episode is going to be short and sweet. I want to talk a little bit about some do's and don'ts. Um, and kind of what you think might be helping you in your L&D job search, but what will actually help you in your L&D job search. And if you're listening to this in real time, which would be Tuesday the 30th, I cannot believe, how is it the 30th of November? I know you all are probably sitting there like, I know, I I can't believe it either. Uh, but it is the 30th of November if you're listening to this when it's coming out. Um and today is the absolute last day to register for the L&D Career Search, the Nailing Your Niche Workshop. Uh, it is a two-week live workshop. We will have five live sessions, December 1st, December 2nd, December 6th, 7th, and 9th. Uh, so live sessions, 45 minutes long, about 10 to 15 minutes of me facilitating. And the rest of the time is open Q&A, coaching, questions, anything you have about what we just talked about. Uh, you'll have activities to do in between sessions, an entire workbook uh, for you to work on filling out and to keep and to have with you. And then um, we will have a private LinkedIn group for anyone who is inside of the workshop series. And I'll be in there every single day. So you're going to have, and, and you'll have access to that actually until the 17th of the month. So you get a little bit more than two weeks out of this uh, uh, workshop series. So 
I'll be in there every single day. So as questions come up, I will be in there answering them, giving you coaching with uh, in between our sessions uh, inside of that LinkedIn group uh, as well. It is, I will say the LinkedIn group tends to be the most powerful part of all of my group coaching uh, containers that I have just because of that more instant access. And rather than having to wait for a live session, you can get help and support in between those sessions too. So please make sure to register for it. It is a $250 investment. Um, and that is with the discount code um, using Black Friday. And I'll put the link in the show notes. You can always go to my website, theovernighttrainer.com slash work dash with dash me, or go to theovernighttrainer.com and click on work with me at the top. I'm not going to be, most likely not going to be offering this again. It, I don't know if ever, in all honesty. Um, we're going to see how this one goes. Um, and if I do offer it, it probably won't be until sometime spring of next year. So this is the quickest way to work with me, the least expensive way to work with me as well, uh, to get into my orbit, to kind of get into, into the community that we have here. And I would love to help you find your niche. The whole goal of doing this is to help streamline. And I, I talked about this on a video I did on LinkedIn, so I won't go too far into it here. You can head over to my, uh, my page and watch it. It's on my featured section. But basically, finding your niche is like drawing the blueprints, right? So if you're building a brand new house or a hotel or a hospital or whatever it may be, you need to have a set of blueprints, right? You can't just like start picking up random two by fours, putting it together and hoping that, you know, this hotel is going to stay up or the roof's going to stay up on your house. It doesn't work that way. You have to have a blueprint in order to create a success, to, to lay a, a foundation that have a successful build over it. And your job search is exactly the same thing. Without a blueprint that gives you, you know, piece A goes into piece B, right? It's like putting a Ikea furniture together, right? Your job search is essentially a box of shit from Ikea with tons of parts where you're like, how does this even go together, right? But you need those directions. You need the blueprint that shows you which piece goes into which in order to create that desk or bookshelf or whatever it may be. I've put together a lot of Ikea furniture uh, in my day. So that is what your niche does. It is the blueprint. It is helps you decide, okay, what is the next step? What is the foundation I have to lay now? Great. Now that I've laid my foundation, what are the walls of this job search look like? And the roof and putting everything together over and on top of this beautiful career that you're going to have. So finding your niche is all about laying and, and designing the blueprint. Without the blueprint, everything's going to come crashing down. So I'm going to show you we're going to go through five steps on how to find your niche. Again, when you find your niche too, you know, one of my clients right now who I've been working with, she came to me, she was applying to jobs in the 50, 60, 70K range, hearing nothing, <laughs> crickets out there, found her niche. We did that work together was then able after that to craft a resume around her niche, a LinkedIn profile around her niche, right? This is the foundation, the blueprint we're talking about here, right underneath that foundation actually. And now she's getting callbacks same day of jobs that she's applying to for jobs that are 100, 110, 120, $130,000 a year. So this $250 investment that you make in yourself could eventually pay off 
a hundredfold, right? Like, I mean, the possibilities are endless for your career, but you do have to get started somewhere and you have to draw that blueprint. And we'll do that inside of this niche workshop. So again, theovernighttrainer.com, hit work with me at the top, scroll down to the Nailing Your Niche workshop, sign up, use code Black Friday to get half off. I will be closing the doors and closing registration midnight on Tuesday. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, midnight on Tuesday is when it will be closed. And I do not know when I will open it up again. So I will see you in there. All right, let's go into today's episode. Short, sweet, gonna give it to you straight. Uh, so I wanna talk about you know what you think and what most people think helps them in their learning and development job search. And I wanna start with you know, the idea of I actually saw this today and I thought it was funny, being a courseaholic and you know taking a million, zillion, billion, trillion courses. And I did a whole podcast episode over, you know, should you get a certification? And this kind of falls into that same category of, you know, should you continue to take course after course after course? And I'm gonna go back to this a zillion times tonight because if you don't know your niche and you are just grabbing at straws, taking all of these courses, again, it's like picking up sticks outside and hoping to build a five-star hotel. You're just grasping for straws. And so especially too, I think a lot of us see these free courses and free is great. I love free. This podcast is free. It's free for you, right? So free is great in a sense, but if you're if you're stocking up on all of these courses just because they're free, but in the reality is you're not going to use the information or apply the information. It's taking up valuable time and energy and space for from uh, taking it away from actually being able to focus on your job search. So rather than taking course after course after course after course, once you figure out what your niche is, then you now have a more streamlined idea of, okay, here's my niche. These are the type of roles that I'm looking for in these type of roles, here's an area of opportunity for me that I need to develop. I'm gonna find courses for that area of opportunity versus just grabbing anything that's free that comes my way. Again, I don't wanna I don't wanna keep you from learning and growing, but we can't be an expert in everything. And so if you try to become everything, you are essentially nothing, right? You can't be an expert in everything. L and D is like the universe, it's constantly, constantly expanding. So if you're trying to say, I need to know a little bit about AR, I need to know about VR, I need to know about design thinking, I need to know about these facilitation techniques. I need to understand more about ed tech, right? If you are just constantly saying, I, let me take this course, this course, this course, this course, but it's not aligned with what your niche is and what your actual area of opportunity is when inside that niche, then it's just wasting valuable energy, time, resources, right? That is time that can be spent focusing on finding, applying, interviewing for your next role. So another thing that people think helps them, uh, in their L&D job search, but it's actually very, very hurtful, is applying to hundreds of jobs. And I've, I've mentioned this before and probably in several episodes, but this is one of the reasons why I started The Overnight Trainer and started a business in helping people find their dream roles because I was on LinkedIn and I was just seeing person after person after person talking about how they've applied to 100 jobs, 200 jobs, 300 jobs, 400 jobs, and maybe got one, two, three, four, or five interviews out of several hundred applications. And I call this the vicious application cycle. And we get sucked into it and stuck into it at the same time. It is not fun to be in it. And basically what happens 
is inside this vicious application cycle, you throw spaghetti at the wall, you apply to anything and everything that says learning and development, and even things that you don't, that don't excite you, things that you're overqualified for, right? things that you, you don't even necessarily want. And then all of a sudden you've applied to 50 jobs this week or this month, whatever it may be. Now all of the rejections start flooding in. Rejection after rejection after rejection or no response at all. And that feeling sucks. No matter what, rejection, there's very few people that say, yes, rejection, I love rejection, it's amazing, right? I don't, if that's you, please DM me. Uh, But for the most part, for most of us, right, rejection doesn't feel good. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It elicits a very visceral, primal reaction in us. And so what happens is you get these rejections from these jobs you didn't even necessarily want in the first place or jobs you were overqualified for and you knew it. But what starts to happen in our brain is now we're seeing evidence that we weren't even qualified for those roles, right? This isn't true. Your brain is telling you this. It's my brain voice. Uh, So it's not true, but your brain is saying, well, you did apply for those roles and you know, you thought you might have been overqualified for, but apparently you're not. So now you get back into this vicious cycle and the cycle continues where like, well, if I couldn't get those jobs, let me apply for even lesser jobs, right? Lesser qualifications. And so you now apply for the, for again, anything and everything you then, maybe you get some interviews and it's super, super, they're lowballing you. And you keep going and you keep going and you keep going. So it's spaghetti at the wall, rejections, spaghetti at the wall, rejections, spaghetti at the wall. Oh, I have an interview. They're offering me less money than I'm making now as a teacher, rejections. And it's really, really hard to get out of that cycle. And so the way to do it is once you find your niche, and I talk about this specific part a lot, is it's all about finding roles that fit within your box. We no longer, once you find your niche, we no longer try to fit into the boxes of all of these other jobs out there. Right? You are, my hands are going wild right now. I should be recording. I'm like, lit, like <laughs> recording video. My hands are flying all over the place. I get so passionate about this. So you should be applying to jobs that fit within your box, not the other way around, right? You are not going to be applying, once you find your niche, you're not going to be applying for jobs and trying to fit inside of their boxes, right? That's a misalignment. If you're constantly trying to find your find jobs that and, and make yourself fit into these jobs, well, maybe I could do that, or I guess I could do this, or you know, if it if it ends up being if X happens, then this one could work, right? And we talk ourselves into things we don't even necessarily want, right? So the whole goal is to start finding roles that fit within inside your box. And when you do that, you cut down, right? You will self-eliminate all of these roles out there that don't fit with inside your niche. And it's scary at first. I will tell you that my clients do not like it because they come to me and they've applied to 100 jobs. You know, or they spent, they're used to applying to 20 jobs a week or 10 jobs a week. And sometimes they're only applying to two. But let me tell you, one of my clients last week applied to four jobs. Within 24 hours, two got back to her to schedule interviews, right? So here she's now having a 50% return rate when people who are applying to 100 jobs and hearing back from two or three are having a 3% return rate. The rule of averages, the law of averages does not apply to job applications. I I did an episode 
of Ashlyn McIntosh. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Uh, she's a recruiter, an incredible recruiter, and we talk about this there. All right. The other thing that you might think is helping you but is actually hurting you is changing your resume for every single job. Now that you might be wondering, why, what? What do you mean? I'm trying to tailor it towards that role. Well, of course you are. What happens is you're typically, you know, copying and pasting uh, almost verbatim, right? What you see inside of these, inside of these job descriptions and most people do it because they're trying to quote unquote beat the applicant tracking system again go back and listen to that episode with ashlyn mcintosh because we talk about the fact that most companies right well while while the majority of companies have applicant tracking systems right a way to capture all of the applicants that come in very few utilize or can afford to utilize the ai that automatically kicks people out of you know of the queue, right? That scans their resume and says, yes to this person, no, no to that one. Very few companies. Um, big companies, yes, we'll, we'll have that. But for the most part, the majority of companies don't, even million, billion dollar companies don't have that feature turned on or available to them or set up. So there is a human who is reading your resume. And so what happens is, is when you are applying to job after job after job and you don't have a niche and you're throwing spaghetti at the wall, your resume essentially becomes this almost like copycat of the job descriptions. And so it's very obvious to recruiters that you're trying to, and this might be controversial, but you're, that it, you're trying too hard. That's what it comes off as. And I talk to my clients about this a lot and I say, a lot of the mistakes that are made before they work with me is that they're desperately trying to not look desperate. But when you're copying and pasting the job description to show them, I do this and I do that, right? There's no personality inside of that. And I'm not saying it's a terrible strategy, right? But the better strategy is again, figuring out what your niche is, crafting your resume around that niche and telling your story in your words, right? There are ways that I teach in my group coaching program on how to kind of tweak here and there, right? I tell my clients they should spend no more than five minutes at maximum updating their resume for every role that they apply to. And so there's little tweaks here and there, maybe a header, maybe, you know, uh, a certain they, a certain terminology um, that they see used over and over and over again. They want to make sure that it, that's showcasing that they're using it. That's fine. But if you are constantly restructuring your resume every single time you're applying to a job, there's no authenticity to that. Right? And that tells me too that you're, you don't have a niche. You're applying to, to so many different roles and constantly changing your resume. And so again, it takes so much energy to do that. And when we do that, we put out, and my coach calls it this, and I, I use it with, with my clients too, but a lot of prove it energy. We're trying to prove we can do this and we can do that and we can do this and X, Y, and Z. But what's really happening is that we're desperately trying to not look desperate, but we are looking desperate. So Changing a resume for every single job isn't helping you, right? And then going back to those last two things we're talking about, once you know what your niche is, you don't have to change your, your resume for every single job. In fact, you're spending maybe a minute, two minutes max every time you're applying for a role. Could you imagine? I mean, think about the time that you get back. I want you to pause this for a second and think about how many jobs have you applied to? How much time has it taken you to do that? Imagine getting 99% of that time back. It's pretty powerful. All right. 
And the last thing that a lot of people do that they think helps them, but is incredibly, incredibly detrimental, is only looking for entry-level roles. I am here to tell you, I have worked with over 50 people this year. They are mostly K through 12 educators, music teachers, higher education, education uh, academic advisors. Um, I have some corp- people who are corporate trainers, recruiters, right? people who are run the, run the gamut, marketing specialists. Not one person has taken an entry level role. Not one person who has transitioned from outside of corporate learning and development into corporate learning and development has taken an entry level role. You have, no matter who you are and where where you are and what you've done, I talk about this a lot, you have so many transferable skills. Learning and development is one of the only fields, if not the only field, that has no real unique skill sets, which is so wonderful. Because then all of the, we're this beautiful amalgamation of all of these transferable skills. Very few people grow up and say, when I grow up, I want to be a director of learning and development, right? I can promise you that was not my dream as a child. <laughs> and it's and there's not a lot of program, right? there's, they're growing now. There's not a lot of degrees in it, which means that whatever your education is, your transferable skills, your interests, those can all be applied inside of the world of corporate learning and development. So it's really, really important to think about the fact that you have all of these skills and capabilities. You just need to learn the language. That's what I work a lot with, especially in the group coaching program. Uh, With the group coaching program, you get access to my signature, my original course, which is basically a crash course in all things uh, learning and development. And we talk about, you know, different terminologies and um, different types of modalities and uh, different ways of learning and gap analysis and all of these things. And so, and how how to measure learning as well. And so you start to learn the terminology and it's so funny to watch my clients go through that because they it's not that they actually learn anything when I mean, they do learn from it it's a I, it's a great course if I do say so myself but they come back to our sessions and I say oh my gosh I I never realized that it was called you know Kirkpatrick's four levels but I've been doing that for the last 10 years in my classroom right and so all of these different themes come up and you start to realize wow I've been doing this type of work for three, four, five, 10, 15 years. I just didn't know it was called that in the corporate world. You start to realize that you are beyond entry level. Right? Entry, entry level is if you have you know one or two years uh, of like any experience, really, right? But most of you listening, whether you've been a teacher, you're in higher education, you've been in L&D before, right? There's real there's really no need to apply for entry level positions. And a lot of my clients have a really hard time wrapping their head around this. And I always love to use my client Lisa as an example. She's one of my uh, my superstar clients and we started working together, right? Was applying to these entry level roles. She was a former teacher, turned office administ- uh, office administrative assistant and was applying to all these entry level roles. And through all of our work together, realized, oh shit, like I, I've done so much of this. I've done so much of corporate L&D. And now she's in charge of leading the learning and development strategy for her organization that she joined, right? So 
And as soon as you start understanding how your transferable skills play a role, right, then you start to see, wow, I don't need to apply for entry-level roles. I can apply for mid, mid-level roles or even some of you senior-level roles, right? So keeping in mind that as you transition into learning and development, you do not need to take entry-level roles. And in fact, a lot of people think, oh, they don't hire teachers or you know, they're not choosing me for this role. And the reality is a lot of times they're looking at your resume if it's formatted correctly and it's speaking speaking the the corporate lingo, you're overqualified. You're overqualified for the roles that you're applying to, most likely. And I and a lot of my clients come to me and we look at the past the roles they've applied to in the past, and I tell them point blank, the reason you didn't get that job is because you're overqualified for it. I wouldn't hire you for that. You you have way too many qualifications. So keep all of this in mind as you are applying for roles. You know what is actually going to help you. First and foremost, creating that blueprint I talked about, getting clear on what your niche is. Your niche is that part of that part of L&D, a place you can carve out for yourself that's essentially the intersection between your transferable skills, your interests, your desires, and a company in a role that is looking for those transferable skills, interests, and desires. There's a huge intersection and it's out there for everyone. I have, like I said, have worked with over 50 people this year and not one person has not found their, their niche and it has helped is change the game for them. So once you can get clear on what that niche is, then you're only applying to roles that fit within your niche. And because of you understanding what your niche is, you're able to create kind of what I mentioned before, that intentional development plan. Like, wow, I really want to be a onboarding program manager, but I don't feel comfortable with facilitating to large groups. I need to, you know, that might be something that you want you want to work on. Great. There are tons of programs out there that will help you be a better facilitator. I work with my clients a lot on finding different programs that work best for them based on what their niche is. You know, I had a client who was actually in that same boat. And what we actually figured out was going to be best for that person was to take an improv class. That was going to help them be a better facilitator and think more on their feet during during orientation and onboarding as they're facilitating. So that's, again, another great reason to have a coach is to help you figure out some out-of-the-box ways to learn that too. And lastly, the the thing that's going to help you, I don't want to say the most because I think finding your niche is, sets the, the that blueprint so you can lay that foundation, but knowing your value and your worth. Knowing your value and your worth. Do not sell yourself short. I promise you, whatever it is you have done in the past, unless you just came out of the womb last week, (laughs) you have so much to offer. And there is a company out there who will pay you your worth and value you and have alignment in the values that you have. It's possible. I know a lot of you haven't experienced it, and so it feels so so far out of reach, but it is possible. I've helped dozens of people just this year alone find roles where they feel so at peace and that they're utilizing their strengths and they're so valued and so appreciated. And seeing them go from some of them really toxic work environments to environments where they are actually valued and paid their worth I mean, these people, life-changing money. We're talking, I had someone this year make almost $80,000 more per year than they were making in higher education. It is life-changing. So I want you to think about 
what we talked about today. Are you doing any of those things that are causing more harm than good? If so, join us. If you're listening to this live on at midnight tonight, the doors are going to close for that niche workshop. Um, if for any reason you can't make the niche workshop, I do want you to know that very soon I will be announcing that the group coaching program will be opening back up and I'm changing some things up, adding some more to it. It's going to be a whole new shebang for 2022. Um, so stay tuned for that. You can email me if you want to get on the VIP list for that. But focusing on getting your niche crystal clear will solve so many problems. And that's why I, I hesitated to pull pull this and have this be its own, its own workshop. But I wanted to do it because I know it's the place where a lot of people struggle and they don't even know that's where they're struggling, right? They think they have a marketing issue, a networking issue, a resume issue, a LinkedIn issue. All of those are symptoms of the bigger problem, which is you not knowing your niche. So if you have any any questions whatsoever, I will be around today <laughs> hanging out. I will be on LinkedIn. Feel free to DM me with any questions that you have about the niche workshop. Again, go to theovernighttrainer.com, click on work with me, hit that niche workshop button, register, take 50% off, Black Friday, man half off. It's a $250 investment in you, in yourself, and in your future job. And like I said, every single client I've had that have used this, it has paid off more than tenfold for them uh, as far as this investment goes. So let me know if you have any questions. I look forward to seeing you all in the workshop. And until next time, stay learning, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it resonated with you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM, or email me at hello at theovernighttrainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning.